ladies and gentlemen, the Conservative Daily Podcast is back on the air. And now the doctor of truth, Joe Altman. Welcome back to another episode or the second hour of an episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I am your host, Joe Altman. I'm actually sending something right now to um, put this on. Somebody just asked me what the link was on uh, uh, Telegram, so I'm doing that right now. Give me one second. There we go. Perfect. I've made people join us on DLive. All right, so we, we are going to uh, we're going to have a little bit of fun here, and I'm going to get a little punch drunk on some of the things that we're going to talk about. But everyone that is with us right now um, on all channels, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to raise your right hand. Raise. I'm going to raise my right hand. Now, one of the things you do is that when you take an oath of office, you have to take that oath of office. So let me ask you a question. As an American, and by the way, there's an oath that you have to take, an oath of allegiance when you become a citizen of this country. When you immigrate in and you become a citizen of this country, you have to take an oath. But one of the things that I think is really interesting is that we're now at a place right now where we're all in an oath, we should be taking the oath of office. We should be taking an oath to, to defend our country from those enemies, foreign and domestic. We should be doing that thing. And if you're a police officer, if you know someone's a police officer, if you're listening to this, it's super important. So if you're listening on the podcast and you're, you're not able to hear what I'm saying, um, here's the oath of office. So while you're, you're sitting there, repeat after me. And I'm going to say my name. So I, Joe Oltman, do solemnly swear or affirm that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same, that I take this obligation freely without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion, and that I will well and faithfully discharge the duties of the office on which I am about to enter. So help me God. Now, Every time I read that, I think back to our judges that are violating that oath of office. I think about those legislators that are violating that oath of office, that have sold out the American people, that stand up for special interest groups. When I read that, I read the very end of it that says, so help me God. It does not say, so help me Biden. It doesn't say, so help me Trump. It doesn't say, so help me, I don't know, put whatever you want in there. It says, so help me God. I promise I will serve my nation, serve my people. I will act with authority within the office that I've been given. So now, you guys are all, if you did that, you're all in an office right now. And that office is to save your country. You are now of a part of a group whose job and responsibility it is to stand up. I've sworn you into a place where your job is to support and defend the Constitution of the United States. It takes on a whole new meaning when you put it that way. It takes on a whole new meaning when we start talking about people that have actually had to swear an oath and allegiance. You know, the, 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 there's the military code as well. There's the, the code that you have to take in order to become an American. It means something. And yet we want it to mean nothing. 
And we allow them to put us in a place where those oaths don't mean anything. You can call in if you want to keep me keep me company, 888-441-1121. I'm going to start off by talking to you a little bit about my weekend. And um, I was on the Arise Tour, so I was in Keystone Park, I think is what it's called, just below um, Mount Rushmore, the actual Mount Rushmore. And in the morning, we spoke to about 1,000 people, and it was beautiful. It was great. They had a cowboy church early in the morning at 8 o'clock. I did not make it in for that. I got in really late with my daughter uh, the night before. And there were thousands, I guess, there before that. But we had over 1,000 people there, and I spoke about where we are as a nation and the sacrifice that I'm willing to make. And, and what was interesting about everyone that spoke, and there were some beautiful speakers that got up there. And obviously, Kevin Jenkins did an amazing job. Um, and if you don't know about Kevin, Kevin is with the Urban Global Health Alliance. Um, he'll be in Colorado, by the way, on Thursday, speaking in the FEC United meeting uh, that we're, help, we're having in, in Castle Rock. So if you, if you want to take a look at that, you can go to fecunited.com, and then uh, the events are on there as well. But um, Kevin spoke. We, there was a, a gentleman who, man, I can't forget his name. I, can't, I forgot his name, but he's a, he's a boxer, professional boxer, and his wife, who's a, a beautiful singer, and uh, Trent Luce, who is amazing. Uh, Trent has been working for and protecting livestock and, and farmers across the country for decades. Um, and then obviously uh, a guy that may not need any introduction uh, Robert David Steele, um, the ex, hopefully ex-CIA agent. <laughs> I won't talk a little bit about that, but um, you to see that many people there and to be able to talk to them about where we are as a country and say to them, listen, it's, it's up to all of you. Where, where is this oath of office? Where is your oath of office as an American? You enter into that office as an American. Now, I didn't use that particular part. They had an Abe Lincoln guy there, too. It was pretty, pretty neat. He actually um, spoke um, as if he were Abraham Lincoln, and it, it would give you chills. But as I walked through and started listening to the different speakers, one thing came to mind. We all want the same thing. There's many people that were in the audience and there's many people that spoke that we have different, we, we have disparate, different views on certain things, some social issues, mostly social issues, but we all want the same thing. We want peace, prosperity. We want liberty, freedom, but we don't have it. We don't have freedom. And as you looked out in the audience, you could see the painful examples from people's eyes of the thing that they faced over the last year, 18 months, two years. And by the way, it's been going on for longer than that, but they didn't have a foothold because they didn't have our attention because we were too busy working. But then it woke us up and it's almost like God shook us and he said, listen, you got to stop this madness that's going on, this critical race here, gender fluidity, the, the, the abominations that they're putting inside of your, your kid's head. you got to stop it. The reason why your kids are walking around like freaks is because the teachers are recruiting those kids, not just other students. They're grooming kids. And Antifa became a thing because we weren't paying attention. And so as I started talking to all the people and meeting all the people there, the, the, the resounding thing that came up to me was, Joe, how do you do it? And I'm like, well, pretty easily. 
well, how do you put up with the, the people saying bad things about you? And I go, you ever have people say bad things about you? And they go, yeah, but. I'm like, yeah, but what? Yeah, but what? At 16, you could have called me a drug dealer. I didn't stand on the street. I didn't want to spend that much time doing it, so I did the big stuff. Statute of limitations is over. <laughs> I did check that. But now, by proxy, they get to persecute us, and they get to make up stories about us, and they get to hide from this, you know, the, the tech companies get to hide behind, you know, Section 231, and we let it happen. And they said, well, I'm just tired. And I go, well, show me what tired looks like. And they're like, well, you know, I just, I, it's just exhausting dealing with this. I was like, man, I really know. I know what exhausting looks like. I'm exhausted every day. I have to make a decision every day to get out of bed. And then I have to make a decision that I read my Bible and I got to make a decision that I pray. And I got to make a decision that I do a neck up checkup and I reach out to my kids and I tell my family I love them. Why? Because it's depressing. Who wants to live in a country that we thought we would only read about in the newspaper? But now we read about it every day. And then, more importantly than that, mass number of people that came up to talk to me would say, listen, I, Joe, I, I just, I work in a place where I'm the only one. And I go, no, you're not. You're not the only one. Matter of fact, most people feel what you feel, but some people are just going to go along with it. Yeah, you're right. Thinking to themselves, these people are nuts. I just got to survive another seven hours. Others won't say anything. They'll just smile and nod. You know who I'm talking about. You work with them. They don't say anything, and you don't have the courage to stand up. And so there is no sort of tipping point that can be created because they're oppressing you in this environment. And so we, we have put ourselves in this position, but I just kept telling people over and over and over again, we have a choice. And that choice is to learn the power of the word no. Learn it. It's not hard. It's actually really easy. Hey, you need to take a vaccine. No, I don't. I'm not taking a vaccine. Why would I take a vaccine? I'm not sick. I mean, I, I told you that little story about Kathy on the, the video that I did prior to this. You get a chance to go back to Facebook. I did it on Facebook Live because all the other live places make it very difficult for you to, to interact. But, I, I mean, it's a, I, I have this woman that I met in FEC meeting. She's an FEC member, FEC United member. By the way, it's $60 a year to join. And... She lost her sister. She lost her nephew. Her nephew was lost because he took the Pfizer vaccine, had a blood clot, perfectly healthy, 43 years old, caretaker for his parents, and they found him 16 hours later dead on the floor in the kitchen. 23 days later, her sister gets COVID, goes to the hospital. Twice they sent her home. And on the third time, they put her on a ventilator, and she died. So then her husband of many years gets put in an assisted living deal because he had broken his ribs two months prior. And because he refused to get the vaccine and she refused to get the vaccine, they sat him in a room in an assisted living place for six weeks, not being able to see or go near anyone. Six weeks of feeding a person basically as, in, as if he was in a prison cell. This is the country we've become. This is it. The Bible says fear not and they can just lock us away and treat us any way they want. 
So when I was in Mount Rushmore, I just talked about the reality. And it's a somber reality. Nobody is coming to help us. Trent Luce got up on the stage and he said, which I thought was interesting, he, he said, hey, Joe, listen, uh, he's not coming back because he keeps getting asked by these QAnon people. He's, he's, when's he coming back? And Trent was like, he's not coming back. And I'm sitting here telling you this, and some of you are, are your jaws dropping and you're wondering to yourself, come on, he's got to be coming back. He's got to come back. I mean, and I'm talking about President Trump. That look at the election fraud. Look what's happening in Arizona. Look, what, look at Matt DiPerno just went on, on Bannon and, and uncovered even more information, more proof that the people that are in positions of power and authority are complicit with each other to destroy the voice of the American people. And I'm still sitting here telling you he's not coming back. Now, he may come back in 2024. Maybe they figure out a way to have him come back in 2022. But the constitutional crisis is already here. We weren't in a constitutional, uh, we're not getting to one. We are in one right now. We're in one. And I know, I see it. I see people saying it ain't over yet. No, it's not over yet. We're winning. We are absolutely winning. I'm not saying this to you. I'm not saying this to you because I'm trying to just, you know, break all of your hopium. And that's what it is. It's hopium. But you gotta, you got to set in on the realization that if you wait for somebody else to save you, you've already lost. That's why I say when Antifa shows up and they want to go after the protesters, make sure you got a plan. I've, to, I've told people a lot. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And if you don't think the left is using quantum computing or something just like it to do scenario building as if they're in war, they are. That's what they do. Yet we don't do that. And we can't get along with each other. And we have to fight over the, the smallest, stupidest things. But President Trump is not coming back. It doesn't mean that he's not going to be a force. It doesn't mean that the GOP, he doesn't represent the best interests of American people. He does all of those things. But President Trump is not going to ride in on a horse. You're going to ride in on a horse because you took that oath. That's reality. I'm sorry if it's a bitter pill to swell. Swallow, I tell you that the left is trash. I tell you that the left are liars. Those are all truth, th things of truth. I tell you I was on the call with Coomer and it was an Antifa call. That's truth. I tell you I did research. Truth. I told you he posted the Antifa manifesto. Truth. He's anti-police, anti-cop, and that he'd been grooming and going through this environment with Sequoia since 2005. All truth. I didn't lie about anything. And I'm not going to start lying to you now just to make you feel better so you can get off this podcast, walk away and say, yes, Joe said he's coming back. He's not coming back. And you know what? If, if by the grace of God something does happen, it's because you stood up and did something first. He can only be a catalyst for those things. So as Trent said that on the stage, he goes, look, I'm sorry, guys, but he's not coming back. Just trying to break the hopium. And are there things inside of QAnon and other things that, that I, I want to tell you is true? Absolutely, I do. Do I think it's true? Do I know it's true? No. It's opium. I'm going to concentrate on what I know. You do you, boo. It's all up to you. You can do what you want. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to act. I'm going to speak. I'm going to do things like fly Art Pawlowski into town and say, listen, your message is so powerful about what's happening in Canada. I want you to go all over the country. I want you to do that. Can you do that for me? And he's like, man, I feel called by God. And I was like, you are called by God for such a time as this. 
And he went all over the country doing those things. That is what happens when you have a plan, when you decide you want to do something in the absence of nothing. But if you want me to sit here and tell you that he's coming back, I mean, so two rivers crossing. You said, how do you know he's not coming back? I don't. I don't know if he's coming back. I don't know that he's not coming back. I'm just saying don't plan on that. Don't live your life on the edge of a, the tip of a knife and hope that you only can take two steps and both those steps could end badly. Do not balance your life on hopium. Balance your life on getting involved. Balancing your life on having a voice. Balance your life on having courage. You say, do you, do you want him to come back? And yes, and, and Isaac said, the Supreme Court sold their souls to the devil a long time ago. They did. Uh, Jules says, positive attitudes are contagious. That's not positive attitude. That's hopium. Positive attitude is, I'm going to do this. This will be the outcome. I'm going to become an instig instigator in my environment in order to push people to have courage. But I'm going to do it in action, not in words. That's why keyboards sit on your desk and you, you have two feet on your, your body and you walk with them. And I, I, don't, I don't think you understand that I'm not against you. When I tell you that he's not coming back, it's not that I don't wish he was in the Oval Office. I do. I think life would be so much better for minorities. We would stop some of the pain that we're feeling in these, in these communities. I'm not telling you that, that DeSantis's way of dealing with stuff in, in Florida isn't right. I'm not telling you that he's not preparing for it and that that's why he's not in the same state as DeSantis because you can't have a vice president and a president that are in the same state and they run for office together. It makes perfect sense to me. Some of the things that are said make perfect sense to me. But what would I be if I just sold you that? I put myself out there every day. Look under my car, make sure nobody's bombing it. I got to ask questions. I got thermal cameras. I, I went through the whole thing. I I've done everything to protect my family. Everything. Right? I'm doing it every day. I wake up every day and I've got to make a decision to go through that because I know how wacko and, and evil and narcissistic and sociopathic the left is. And they're all those things. They're trash. These people are absolute trash. And I'm an extremist for speaking truth to you. So what does it tell you you are? So let me speak truth, but let me, let me have you do something with it. So, man, I, I, I'm not telling you that it may not happen. But don't count on it happening. And I'm telling you, he's not coming back because if you're in the middle of a desert and you're waiting for someone to come save you and you're sitting there and like somebody's going to bring me water and all of a sudden they just wandered on into town. They, they made it all the way to town, got some water for themselves, got in a car, got in a plane, drove home and you sat by that, you sat by that tree, the only tree in the middle of the desert and you did nothing. You are going to die. And that is what is going to happen to our country if we don't stand up and do something for ourselves. Set aside petty differences, get involved in it. But also recognize that if there's conflict, if there's chaos, if you have people that stand together and someone's causing bickering and, and all this stuff, guess what? They probably work for the CIA or the FBI. Count on it. Or they're just a shitty person. That's truth. Uh, Finicum, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, the, the Bundy, Finnegan Bundy, he was killed. He was murdered by FBI agents. I, I, I got all this information this weekend. It was, it was interesting. I said, prove it to me. We went over here and yes, this is true. It was the whole standoff over uh, government land and, and the government overreach of stealing their land and taking away their, their, uh, their livestock. This happened. The government, they don't care about you. They don't care about you at all. But in this particular story, they stood up. They stood up to the federal government and they won. The federal government says, 
I'll get my pound of flesh. Don't worry. Obama at the time got involved in it, took a one-year sentence, turned it into five years because he said it wasn't enough because he wanted to punish people that had a different ideology than him. That's when it all started. And you would say, why are you bringing this up, Joe? And I would be like, hey, be careful who you actually associate with. And the one that's standing up the most, that's acting like an ass, that's saying, oh, let's just go out there and just, you know, that's civil war. They probably work for the FBI. Nobody wants bloodshed. You should never want bloodshed against another American. You should never want to raise your hand against another American. When I say I want to beat Antifa's teeth in, I didn't say shoot him. And what I'm saying to you is that in this environment, the Finnicum, uh, I think that's right, Finnicum, I think it was, uh, Bundy, he was murdered by FBI agents outside of suburban, unarmed. They murdered him, murdered him, lit him up. Soon after that, Ammon Bundy and 34, 33 other people were indicted in federal court. They were all acquitted, every one of them. But here's something else you should know. Of the 34, 17 were unindictable co-conspirators. Does that make, does that sound familiar? Unindictable co-conspirators. I'm speaking truth to you right now. This, this actually did happen. Unindictable co-conspirators, because 17 of the 34, or roughly half, were FBI agents or worked for the government in some capacity. 17 of 34. What does that tell you about what the government's doing? They're building an army inside of our army to try and keep us slaves, to keep us enslaved to what they want. And I'm sorry, this is really inconvenient what I'm saying to you. Janice says, Mike Lindell says he's not doing this for nothing. No, he's not. Mike Lindell is one of the most godly people I've ever met. He is centered on God. He is working. He will do whatever it takes to save our nation. But so should you. This isn't about one man. It's not about Mike Lindell. It's not about Michael Flynn. It's not about Joe Flynn. It's not about Patrick Byrne. It's not about, it's not about, it's about you. It's about the idea that you can stand up and you can get involved. You can do something about it. You can walk door to door and ask people just straight up. Hey, listen, my name is Joe Oltman. What do you feel about critical race theory, which, by the way, started out in colleges as a theory of how laws were, and more specifically in law environments, for those of you who didn't know, law environments of how laws are unequally applied to different races? It was a theory. started out in the colleges, at the university level, by professors that are talking about what this theory could do to open up the minds of people. I still don't agree with it there, but that's why it was used. And now they're pushing it down to our elementary and, and high school level children. It's infecting their brain with stuff that's not true and evil that builds distrust and division, which will allow them to be a weaker society, which will allow them not to have opportunity in the future that is not given to them by the government. The thing that is now replacing God. I don't even know where I was going with that, Josh. Sorry, I was all hung up on the cl- the Bundy stuff. Reading about yeah. um, the co-conspirators, yeah. indictable co-conspirators yeah. terrifies me as yeah. a as, as a, a le- like a legal defense for somebody. Which means, yeah. who are they working for? Then who yeah. puts them in those positions? And then it it just yeah. smells of like the government, like even its tentacles in those small situations. Yeah. It's just you know what's really been bugging me about the government lately? The way they're talking about themselves separately from me. Yeah, hundred percent. Right, because now said. they think that. They're different than me. And if they're different Listen. than me, they're there to protect their own yeah, um, red pill rights and their own 
right. whatever interest they have, they're going to protect. Yeah. Mine becomes second. And when the government yeah. thinks that they're different than you, then we don't have a government for the people. That's all I'm going to say. And, and what Josh just said should ring super, super true. But what did we exist or what exists right now on the Capitol? What happened exactly on the Capitol? I mean, I think we're up to 90 unindictable co-conspirators, 90 that were at the Capitol that went into the Capitol. I think it was 90. And, and please don't fact check me. I said, I think it right. was. You have 90 so far that are unindictable co-conspirators. That means they're FBI agents that were planning there in order to create and incite a scenario. They built it. You're talking about an ultimate evil of our government trying to dismantle everything we are as a nation. I talked to a guy today that, I mean, we were having a great conversation about the, this tech stack and why I'm having so much trouble just getting something approved so that people can support a company that allows for you to have an ultimate path of technology. We've been talking about this since January. Here we are in July, and they think I'm going to give up. They think I'm going to come back to you and say, hey, listen, I, I know that we would ought to do this, but we're not going to do it. And, and I've had massive numbers of people that say, look, I want to support what you're doing. Can we just do it without the people? And I was like, well, that, isn't that the point? Isn't the point of all this to do it with the people? And I, and I went everywhere. I went to the lawyers and I go, look, let me just go to everyone that's listening and tell them, hey, I'm, go donate and I'll give you a stock. And they're like, nope, can't do that against the SEC. You're not allowed to do that either. And I go, I'm just stuck. I'm stuck because I want to go to you and say, listen, uh, I think that money is a good motivator and, and blessing people and having the success and building a successful business. It's not that I want to build more businesses or doing those things, but I want to be able to bless you with the opportunity to push your tech somewhere else to have a choice. And what they're saying is we built the entire kingdom, Joe, and we did it so that we could stop you from having success, stop you from standing together with other people. That's why they did what they did in the media. That's why they have Mockingbird Media. That's why they, the left is so adamant about destroying the 4th of July. They want to take away your hope. They want to take away your joy, right? And they want you to basically be the, they, they want you to be the victim, but they also want you to be the indicted character. They want you to be that person. They want to control you as they take this unjust quenchable thirst of taking more from you and turning you into a slave. Oh, that's right. You're already a slave. So we, we, we go through this process, and, and I think one of the, the things that, I, that I'm always amazed by is the lack of, is the lack of follow-through. Mm. Follow-through is an interesting thing because you can, you can live by it and die by it. If you fail, but you followed through, I'm, you know, you're failing forward, you'll learn something by it. But if you don't follow through and you fail as a result of that and you blame it on other people, which is really what's happened in our government, then you get what we have today which is a fractured society where no one wants to work and given free handouts. Enslaving those that work to hand over 30 to 35% to go into debt, it, it, you, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to look ahead and say this is what's going to happen to our society. It, it's, it's actually not, you, you could be dumb. You could not understand math at all. And you could look into the future and say, we have an entire generation that has no morals, has no ethics. Think, I mean, they're closing, they're closing, uh, stores in LA <laughs> early because of the looting that happens after six o'clock. So you know what they did? They just readjusted it. I don't know if you saw this, but they just went into a department store in, in Los Angeles that was an upper end department store and they just looted it in groups. Neiman Marcus, they did a full um, yeah. smash and grab minutes yeah. before the, yeah, it's all kinds of crazy.
And you know what? People just watched it happen. No one even responded, which is kind of weird. They all have phones to watch, Joe, but yet yeah. nobody's on that phone to call the police or maybe they don't care anymore. I don't get it, man. So somebody asked me, what kind of man am I? Well, I'm going to tell you what kind of man I am. I'm the William Wallace man. I'm the man that really does not want violence. I want nothing to do with violence. But I'm not afraid of it. I'm not afraid to, to protect my family. I'm not afraid to protect people in my society, to protect other Americans. I'm not afraid to recognize that the sacrifices we make today are actually going to help save lives across the globe. I'm the type of man that recognizes that what we're dealing with is evil, that these people are evil, and that they, they justify and they laugh and they sit on their high horses as elitists and aristocrats pushing down on everyone else as if they can just act with impunity. See, they murdered my brother. People say, oh, yeah, he was running from the police. He was running from the police. He was a good man, though. Flaws and all. And it's usually the clowns that come here. There was one last week that came here and wanted to spout off about my brother and uh, not knowing who my brother is. But my brother didn't deserve to die. Kathy's sister and nephew did not deserve to die. These parents don't deserve to have their 12, 15, 18-year-old kid get a large heart and heart disease and major problems because of a vaccine that's, that's not even proven and that was given under an emergency order and there's no emergency for kids under the age of, or people under the age of 30, none. There's zero emergency. It's not, there's no emergency. It does not take much to understand the common sense of what we face right now. It, it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much at all. We, we're facing an evil society, so I'm the William Wallace. Now I'll stand up there and I'll fight for freedom. And I happened to watch a little bit of that movie earlier and said, wow, so I hope it doesn't end with me you know, getting the guillotine. And I thought about it for a minute and I go, well, I'm just kind of prolonging the inevitable. But I still protect myself. I do those things. But I'm willing to make the sacrifices that are necessary. And yet violence is the last thing in the world to be on my plate. And if you remember anything about William Wallace, he just wanted to get married. And then they killed his wife to be. You guys remember that story? You remember that story, Josh? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Heartbreaking. Yeah, we find ourselves in a place right now where we'll get off this deal and we'll go back to work. And as Zach says, I got plenty of money to make at the, mo at the moment. And then you have this Isaac that says, the only way to fix this is all-out civil war. Well, if you've never seen war, you won't understand this, but the last thing in the world you want is war. It's the last thing you want. And I will tell you, at the same time that I say that, is that every time in our history as a nation, we faced ultimate evil. See, this isn't the first time that we've been called extremists as Americans. The British calls us, called us extremists. I know they pulled those books off the shelf. I know they've taken down the statues. I know that the inconvenient truths of what history brings is not something you want to talk about. But the reality of it is, is that they called extremists people that loved freedom. You're an extremist. If you think for yourself, you're an extremist. This has been going on for hundreds of years. But it took a foothold in our society after getting beaten back. And in the Civil War, 
it was the Republicans, not the Republicans of yesterday, and now it's the new Democrats. Nope, it's always been the Republican Party who has stood on the values of life, the values of freedom. They can rewrite anything that they want. The reality of it is the Democrat Party has been the party of oppression. And it is hidden behind the idea that they stand up for minorities while they've destroyed those communities, destroyed them. Marjorie Sanger said, listen, let's just go kill their babies. Easiest way is just stop future generations from having that opportunity. Inner cities have turned into war zones. And who do you think actually gets hurt in those war zones? Mm -hmm. Blacks. Yeah, black people get hurt in that environment. You wanna know why? And by the way, there's no conservatives within thousands of miles there's no racism from then thousands of miles. No, they don't have that problem. They're too busy destroying themselves and setting up things like education systems that are run by school boards and unions who have no dog in the hunt as they develop job farms for adults that they have absolutely indoctrinated to go in and indoctrinate and become activists to our children not caring about the education of our children. You talk about the, the border wall and the, the border issues. And I don't know if you guys saw the picture of the two-year-old, go look it up, two-year-old standing next to a corpse on the side of the road that was abandoned by his family in Mexico coming to the United States. That happened, it's a couple of days ago. I mean, you can't help but look at what happens in the mainstream media and just have to say to yourself, there is no hope. Yeah, there is no hope. We put, our, we put our hope in the fact that somewhere along the line that Trump is going to do it all for us. While well, all of these bad things happen to us. And look, you might walk away from this going, man, I don't feel any better about what you're saying, Joe. I don't feel any better. You're not making me feel better. You're making me feel worse. And I'll tell you, I'm so sorry. That's not what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to do is get you to realize that the answer is and always will be you. And it's going to be painful. But instead of looking towards the, the darkness that seems to consume you, because it does consume you, and you can become the very thing you're fighting against, I, tru I truly believe that at some point there are people inside the Antifa movement, like the one that gave me access to their information, right? I, I truly believe there are people in that environment that truly are standing up thinking that they're fighting against bad people only they're standing next to, so close to the devil, they can't even see his face. Antifa has done some really evil, bad things to people, very bad things, but they're miserable. The people inside of Antifa, they're miserable people. They live a miserable existence. They, they do not have any sort of hope or joy. They walk around in a, with a demented mind trying to figure out why they can't have hope while they've cut God out of their life and chased the devil or the idea that they turn into worm food. I don't know. I, I, don't know what to, I don't know what to tell you to do if you walk away from this and you're pissed off at me for saying this. Maybe the truth is just, is maybe just it's too much for you. You know, and, and there have been times over the last two weeks that I've taken four or five or six days away from the podcast, and I've, I've actually taken that time to get further into how I can do more to help my society, help people in my society, give people hope without giving them hopium. Uh, looks like I have to do an ad read. I can do it for you if you want me to, buddy. Um, 
I'm all squared. You are squared? Yeah. So Josh is going to do the ad yeah. read because he thinks that I can't read. I didn't want to okay. say anything in front of the others, but <laughs> if you guys want to avoid you know, being in the hospital and stuff like that, you should try AirMed Care because today's broadcast is brought to you by the Ed AirMed Care Network. Do you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road? Do you like to hike or spend a lot of time outdoors? Health insurance won't always cover the cost of an emergency medical flight, but with AirMed Care Network, you're covered as little as $85 per year. The whole household will be covered in case you ever need an air medical transport. And if you use the promo code DAILY, D-A-I-L-Y, you will receive up to $50 e-card back when you sign up today and you can sign up by going to the link that we provided in our um, description so head over there um, i got it joe got it max has it and if you've never been in the outdoors which i've seen a lot of people get messed up in the outdoors trust me you want to save that money sorry joe when, when are we doing the holster deal do we have to do that one too no they, they ended last week but they'll come back to us because right, we've perfect. sold a lot of holsters for them and i yeah. liked them so yeah pretty good and actually we're, we're selling i think we're selling them in the dcf guns as well if they're not on here now you can get them at dcf guns dot co that's our uh site for um, product so um i got a little bit distracted by that but i had to make sure we we do support our um sponsors yeah janice says always let josh do the ad reads he's great and if if we do better i think they're probably going to tell us that joe is not allowed to read them anymore it has to be done by josh no 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 it's all going to be done by joe you guys want to hear more joe you don't want to hear me you want to hear more joe so, so let, let's get into the, the meat of what's happening right now. And um, I always use, and I know that I, I plug them a lot, and we are, by the way, we're changing the format of Conservative Daily quite a bit. We're going to go to an ad format, or excuse me, a, not an ad format, a news format. So we start to, you know, basically pushing stuff out there that is real news. Um, we're going to build relationships with other organizations that are also telling news. But one of the places that I get most of my news from and they do not pay us to do this and to read this and to talk about this, but, but I feel inclined to talk about um, the Gateway Pundit for a couple reasons. One of which is, is that they always speak truth. They never lie. They never lie. Never lie. They always tell the truth. Now, you know, do, they, do they speak sharply? They do. But they always, if you want to get a, an idea of what's happening, what's truly happening, go to the Gateway Pundit because they are unapologetic and they're also being shadow banned and censored in different environments. So you can follow them. But um, we, uh, I, I go to the Gateway Pundit so I can get an idea of what's happening. And so I'm going to read a couple of the headlines right now so you can understand that we are winning as a group. We are winning. They're, they're, they're massively afraid right now. And for those of you that want to hear um, what happened with Matt DiPerno, I'll be putting that stuff up on Conservative Daily, also on FEC United. But uh, Matt DiPerno went to Arizona and uncovered the fact that they knew that there was a breach of the system in Arizona and said nothing about it. And this kind of mimics some of the the vulnerabilities within Dominion Voting System, which I truly believe 100% that that system was designed to be defrauded just based on the biased people that they have working there and the way that they intimidate, oppress, and and, uh, and hurt people in their environment. I also wouldn't be surprised if half or more than half of the people that work in those environments are FBI, CIA, and under the color revolution, which is the ability to disrupt and put people in position of the power and authority that they want, that that's what these election systems are designed to do. Now, I have more evidence that I'm gonna be uncovering over the next couple of weeks. Um, I have that, plus I have more information about Dominion that's been just shared with me over the last couple of weeks. So I'm gonna tell you that I'm not gonna share that here, but you're going to hear some explosive stuff um, from people like Steve Bannon, from myself, from Gateway Pundit, 
um, as well. But the identity of the Ashley Babbitt killer was confirmed. So we do find out who Ashley Babbitt, who yeah, killed Ashley Babbitt. Yeah, I just sent you that one to you, Joe, and I was reading through that story, and it's blowing my mind right now because why would you sit there and protect somebody? Yeah. And the answer is they probably don't like the maybe the identity politics on yeah. it or the race politics that might pop up, but according to the Gateway Pundit, uh, it was, let me find his name here again. Um, bear with me, I was just going through this one. It yeah. was the Sergeant at Arms. Yeah. Who was, who was there. Uh, well, darn it. It's like they, they just kind of pulled the name for a second there. One a second. Yeah, they pulled it. I'm not seeing it. Uh, it's not yeah. the same story it was just seconds ago. So hold on. Yeah. Lieutenant Michael Bird. Bird. There Bird. it is. Yep. Which yeah. he is the Senate um, sergeant at arms. So he would have been there around everybody when that happened. There's actually a picture on the gateway punted with him with the Glock pulled. And he has his finger on the trigger. Anybody that has taken a basics in pistol well, stuff knows that you, you just don't do that. Yeah, and he also, uh, the house journey, um, he left his Glock 22 in the bathroom at the Capitol Center. So after he did that, he left he, his service weapon in the bathroom Monday night. Was he hoping someone yeah. would steal it? And yeah. it I don't know. discovered that's, by that's another Capitol thing. police officer. But this is what they do. Ooh. They cover up things for themselves, right? They're really bad people. In a lot of different ways. And, and you wouldn't be surprised if they were covering it up for him because he's a part of the establishment. You know, when you know where the bodies are buried or you, you have access to information or people, a lot of that stuff happens. So let me, let me go through some of the other stories. A far left fact checker who takes money from Chinese outlet gets roasted on Bannon's war room. Um, this is a wild segment um, that goes through lead stories. Um, lead stories is funded by Chinese nationalists, 100%. And uh, that uh, that and so this guy who is just absolute Alan Duke is a hard left. He's a piece of trash. He's an absolute piece of trash. And uh, he says that he regularly fact checks the liberal mainstream media, which is absolutely untrue. He has never fact checked the, the liberal left ever, 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 ever. Um, you know, another story on here. uh, uh What's that? So the uh, Trump won Major uh, League Baseball again, this time at San uh, Diego Padres game. The Trump won was dropped um, at a game by someone, which I thought was pretty neat. Uh, the handbag heist, which we talked about, thieves robbed Neiman Marcus in broad daylight and Democrat hellhole of San Francisco. Totally true. Um, uh, Biden lies about baseball after lying about golf and football and everything else. <laughs> That's a great story right there. No more uh, head fakes. It's time for the people of Wisconsin to demand a real forensic audit of the 2020 ballots in their state. He talks more about the victims of uh, vaccines, uh, demanding answers for uh, in private Facebook groups. You have a group that's being created on Facebook and others that they are shutting down, people. They are shutting down these groups that are saying, I was adversely affected. Now over 300,000 adverse reactions that were reported um, uh, for the uh, vaccine. And yet uh, they're now shutting down those groups that are bringing people together so that they can have a better idea of what these symptoms are because they want you to die separately. They want you to be adversely affected separately. They want you to find your loved one on the floor 16 hours, 16 hours later. That's, that's what they want. They want that for you. Hey, Joe, remember when they tried to ban you on social media for talking about that stuff? And yet yeah, it's true. But then, then yeah. when it actually comes to light that it is true, yeah. and then you, 
I mean, you're oh, vindicated, but then they don't claim they made a but mistake. But I'm not vindicated because the things that I did led to one person who is the director of strategy and security for Dominion Voting Systems, who is a shareholder, who, by the way, we're finding is that one of the major problems in the system is the adjudication process that he holds a patent to. And he's a very, very boisterous person. One of the things we've been able to do is, is secure witnesses in this case of people that say that Eric Hoomer is a very uh, egotistical, narcissistic person, and he loves bragging about things. Well, in essence, he was bragging about it on that call. I didn't say those things. I didn't know anybody, anything about the guy when I said these things, right? So, uh, and they, they're like, oh, he's obviously lying because it happened months later. What they don't know is, although I don't have one piece of evidence, I have a string of other evidence that proves that he's lying. I'm not lying. Well, don't so, give it away. I'm not. I have to give it up this week. They, they, they made it so that I have to do, they broke all the rules of, of, of normal procedure because, and we'll talk about that judge too later. There's stuff that's coming out that's going to be unbelievable. She's going to end up having to recruit, recuse herself. Almost immediately. Wow. Um, based on it, but uh, yeah. So w you see some of the the messages or some of the the um, uh, things that that the Gateway Pundit reports on, and it's impossible not to look at it and go, "Yeah, we're winning. We're winning. We're winning. We're winning. We're winning." And so I, I don't want you to become uh, disenfranchised. Uh, here's another one: more than five thousand woke teachers signed pledge to teach critical race theory regardless of the law. Remember what I said before. Indoctrination, yeah, like remember, you were saying, 100%. Remember, remember what I said before. If the law is unequally applied or activists can violate the law, then it's a system or a series of persecution, not prosecution. We live in a lawless society, and if we're in a lawless society and the police and the people that are, that are supposed to be governing these people, if they do not enforce the laws, then it is up to the people to enforce the laws, which is why I read that oath, right? It's really important that you understand it's not... Um, it, it's not, this isn't up for debate, right? It's not up for debate. So speaking of that, uh, we are now, I'm going to skip back away from that for a minute. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how you can follow me specifically. So, um, I am getting on the health and freedom tour with Clay Clark. So the thrive time show, I was on that show with Clay a couple weeks ago. I also will share uh, my interview with, uh, Anne, Vandersteel, she is an amazing patriot, amazing woman, by the way. If you get a chance to um, follow Steel Truth, she is um, she's amazing. She's absolutely amazing, and I'll share some of that as well. But one of the things that I'm trying to do is diversify what how I speak to people and um, in me personally. So we have Conservative Daily. Obviously, we're on Telegram, but you can follow me on Telegram at Joe Oltman. You can follow me on um, getter. I did get on the getter app, the G E T T R. Um, I did get on that platform as well. It's hard for me to basically post all, all the places we need to be. I'm on cloud hub. Um, the reason why I'm on telegram is that I can talk directly to you. So you can find me at, um, the, the uh, telegram is at Joe Oltman. Uh, I think I'm under the left or liars. I think they they might have stripped me of the ability to have a hashtag or a, at the left or liars. But if you can find me there under the left or liars, I might be on Telegram there. Um, but I'm on all the different places. I can't talk to you on Facebook. Uh, my daughter did go and build a separate Facebook page for those that you want to be on Facebook. I don't want to be on Facebook. So the only reason I'm on Facebook is because you're on Facebook. So we stay on there so we can go live. Um, I also do have a YouTube channel. 
but I'm getting away from that. The big thing is, is that we're going to be going live on Frank's speech. If I had to tell you who to support, by the way, put it up. I will tell you always support Mike Lindell. You already know that I make it very, it's difficult for me to ask for help, right? We've spent $100,000 on legal fees, if not more so far. Um, and a couple of you have supported us greatly. So I do want to say that I'm very grateful for that. Um, but if you could buy your pillows from Mike, you can buy your slippers, buy things that uh, he's also got a store up there, but you can save up to 66% with code CD21. That's Charlie David 21. Um, but we're going to do everything we can to support Mike on the Frank speech. I've given Max and uh, Josh a deadline by Friday to get us live on Frank speech. Um, and uh, I'll be going live uh, at a, on a bunch of other shows over the next couple of weeks. So you'll be able to follow me. If you follow me on Telegram, you follow me on Facebook, you follow me on some of the other places that were on uh, Facebook. I'm still suspended for the next 13 days, 14 days, um, because I called Jenna Griswold trash. I did not cuss. I did not say anything. I said she's trash. They are terroristic trash, I think is how I put it. Um, so I was. Is that the same Jenna Griswold that likes to go on Kyle Clark's show and talk about yeah, that talk about kind me. of stuff? Yeah, talk about me. Yeah, talk about me. Anyway. Well, Kyle Clark is trash too. They're all trash. These are all trash. Trash, trash, trash. Um, but follow me there. So I want to be able to speak with you about everything. I want to be able to freely talk to you about everything. Now, the other part is, is that how can I make sure that I can continue to talk to you? One, you can sign up for our email, right? Sign up for our email. Sign up for our email. Let me say it again. Sign up for our email. You can go to Conservative Daily. It'll pop up. You can um, go to the contact page. I think you can fill it out there too. Yeah. Um, but if you pop up, you can you can actually go in there and fill out a, a profile. You can do that, or you can um, text Freedom to eight nine five one seven, and um, I can be able to talk to you on text as well. I'll probably be start doing that a little bit more just to let you know what's going on with the court case, sending over some of the information we have that we've been able to uncover. Um, but the reason why I do that is that most of you know, and I've said this before, I am an introvert, not an extrovert. So me going into large crowds, even though I'm gonna be doing it, I'm gonna be going out there on the Clay Clark's tour, which we get a chance, we're going to Anaheim, I think at the end of, um, what is that, the end of, go to the Thrive Time show and tell me what the times One the things were, if you would, Josh. Uh, but we'll be at the uh, Thrive Time show, and I'll be speaking on the stage. Um, so you'll get a chance to, if you if you want, you you'll if you're in Anaheim, please feel free to go. I don't know if there's any tickets left, but I know they have some overflow, and you can watch it live. You can also um, we're going to Grand Rapids after that. Then we'll be in Colorado, and after Colorado, we'll be in San Antonio for that show. Uh, I am speaking at the uh, Grand Rapids, no, not Grand Rapids, the Yacht Club next Wednesday. I think it's in in Michigan. So I'll be up there talking about FEC United. So FEC United is a, um, you know, obviously it's a 501c3 and, uh, I'm sorry, C4. We have a C3, which is impact and education, which works for schools and setting up schools. But it's a C4. And you can go to FECUnited.com. I cannot put FECUnited.com. You could go FECUnited.com on Facebook, and they will literally block you and says that it goes against our community standards. I don't know how faith, education, and commerce do that, but I can see based on the radical left that it probably does. Um, You're an extremist. I'm That's an what extremist. Famous Facebook yeah. said. So um, I, I, we're not going to report you, but next time. Yeah, so they are deathly afraid of us. 
And what's interesting about the left being afraid of us is that they are afraid of us on the left and they're afraid of us on the right. So the rhinos, the people that are Republican in name only, that are not conservatives, that are standing up and acting like they're stopping you, kind of like the police officers on the, the hill on, uh, on the, at the Capitol on January 6th, like, oh, yeah, let me just open the door for you, right? That, that's the type of leadership that we have in Washington, largely on the Republican side. Um, but, but one of the things that I don't even know where I was going with this. Where was I going with this, Josh? You were talking about uh, how they yeah. get a hold of you and stuff like oh, that, yeah. how to find you, and so, still plugging that. So we will, I will be speaking in, I think, 19 places over the next 30 to 45 days. Um, if you and, and FEC United is blocked on Facebook, but if you can go to FEC United, it's $60 a year. Um, I want you to know that I do not take a salary. We only have one paid employee, paid person at FEC United. It's not me. Uh, we have a very dynamic board, and we have some really good people that are serving the community. Um, uh, so, so if you get a chance to go to FEC United and support what we're doing at $60 a year, obviously you could be generous and give us more. If you wanted to help us grow, we have some great parent organizations, excuse me, not parent, uh, partner organizations that are helping us around the state and around the country. Um, and uh, we're building in new FEC uh, United uh, Charters and Chapters across the U.S. as well. And we are, we do have a um, partner organization called UADF, United American Defense Force. Um, that's the one that is founded by John Tig Tigan, uh, American hero, and Benghazi, um, uh, at Benghazi, saving Americans. Yeah, what's up? Well, he wears funny hats. I do. We do have to make he fun of him a little bit yeah. because he'd make fun of you and does, so I would he just does. send that right back. Well, he does, but he's a good dude. He's a super he's good a great dude, dude. And he's a good friend. And he, if I could call him in the middle of the night, he'd be right there. So, um, But we are doing that as well, and you can support that, and we'll become a part of that as well. So the last part is, is that um, you've got to be fatigued. I mean, the RNC comes out, and Trump comes out, and everybody wants to take money from you, and it's always, you always feel like you're giving of money. And I always tell people, look, money takes care of itself if we can just develop things that allow people to get involved. Um, and then start having an effective, being effective in those different environments. So um, in our case, there's been a bunch of technology that we've built out. And uh, um, one of the things that I wanted to do on the election integrity side is I wanted to have the opportunity for uh, people to understand what the truth is as it relates to the election fraud. So you can go, and I don't know if how many of you have seen this, but the deep rig came out. And we are working right now to get that put on the syndicated platforms. And they come up with a launch schedule. If you, if you follow Patrick Byrne, he said it's going to be up by the 15th of the month. I'm going to tell you right now, it'll probably be the 20th of July, where it'll be largely available to you for free. Right? So you'll be able to watch the Deep Rig for free. And you can go to the deeprig.movie. Um, and you can see the trailer. You can also watch it right now if you want to watch the premiere um, which was the, the special showing. And there's a question and answer sen uh, session that happened afterwards. And yes, I am super fiery in the question and answers. People started talking about, you know, we got to hire lawyers and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, man, I don't know what you're talking about. Your children are out in the parking lot. They got a gun to their head. What are you going to do about it? People are like, I'm going to run out there. Well, then start running out there because that's what's happening. That's what we're dealing with right now in our society. So, uh, but if you want to watch it, you can actually watch it there. Um, Steve, who is the producer, is a, he is an exceptional human being. Um, Patrick Byrne, another really exceptional human being. You already know about Mike Flynn. 
um, who stands up and stands up very bravely. Um, but I think that you'll find that uh, there's a lot of really good people that are coming together in a lot of different ways, and you want to be a part of that. Um, so go watch the movie. But in a couple weeks, it'll be free. You'll be able to you'll be able to show it um, and and watch it uh, with with your family for free. So uh, this is the we're at the end of the of the deal right now. Yeah, I'm just going to take a second here. Is you were talking to people about sacrifice and giving a little bit to FEC. If you guys don't know how much Joe has sacrificed to make this whole thing happen, you haven't been paying attention because essentially he's he's given up his company. He gives up everything so I can sit here and run things for him on a daily basis. He gives up so much so you so people can get out there and actually tell people in politics what's going on, what's going on in their life. So you, the, the the amount of people he has to watch to protect him. I mean, you guys have no mu- idea how much he has sacrificed. So send Joe a thank you first and foremost, and then send something to, um, you know, do the fax blast for CD. Put a couple of bucks towards FEC, UADF, and all that stuff, because yeah. we do need your help. The war doesn't stop you know and we need that support to make sure it keeps and, going so. and i help i hate asking you guys so i'm not going to and i never do but that's why i'm going to do I, it for you but listen um follow us if you can follow us in in the different environments and i just want you to know th- hey josh thanks for the kind words i want you guys to all know that the reason why i do this is because it's god path god's path it's not my path galatians 4 16 says have i become the enemy because i tell you the truth and i'm here to tell you the truth so uh, it's not very convenient. The left hates me. They'd sit here and watch what I'm saying here. But uh, I do want you to know that you're worth it. Every bit of what we do, is you're worth it. The sacrifice we made before us is worth it. And my kids, grandkids, and even people that I'll never meet, you're just worth it. So God bless you, and um, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>